Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We did it. We made it to Friday, a full work week after that three-day week last week. Actually, one of us didn't make it till Friday. Julia's not here today. <laughs> that's right. And Stephanie that snort Hansen. you hear. <laughs> Snorty McSnorterson. <laughs> Otherwise known as Stephanie Hansen. Thank you, Stephanie. So yes, very, I'm so happy much. to be here. Oh, my God. This week, though, Rocco, for being a five-day week after having our short week, it went by so fast. Yeah, it did, didn't it? The weather's so nice, Maybe too. Maybe that's yeah. it. You can being, get out. Right. And, We've been walking mm-hmm. every day, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of, yeah, that's really kind of been, I guess, a really nice thing for this time of the year. Lucky in one weather respect. Yes. Yes. Okay, so a couple of cool things uh, happened today, which... um we talked about this uh, kid. She's a 15-year-old girl. Earlier this summer, when something that she invented was really kind of amazing, in Time Magazine, they have selected Person of the Year for the last 82 years. Wow, that's yeah, a long time. Or 92 years. That's how long um, they've done it. And this, for the first time, they've named Kid of the Year. I don't... I'm sure I'm not going to say her name right, but... Uh, um, Jatanjali Rowe. Okay. Rue. Okay. And she's 15 years old. She's from Colorado and she was selected out of 5,000 nominated kids who have done something amazing. And Angelina Jolie interviewed her. Um, she was uh, maybe a month or so ago in like, you know, she does uh, interviews, I think for time magazine. Yep. Angelina. So this is what she's done. Now, she's 15. So, Rocco, Stephanie, myself, everyone else listening, don't even try. We don't have the brain power of this girl. This is what she's done. She's uh, tackled things from contaminated drinking water to opioid addiction, cyberbullying. She's run innovation workshops around the world, mentored 30,000 students. Her anti-cyberbullying app is called Kindly, and it's a Google Chrome extension that uses artificial intelligence technology to be able to detect cyberbullying at an early stage on your kid's account. Oh, cool. So parents, whatever, yeah. it's called So Kindly. if they're getting emails or messaging. Or for, for you to know because kids don't always know even what's happening until, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and one of the things, and she lives in Denver, she's working on an easy way to help um, find contaminants like parasites in water, where places where clean water is so hard to access. She's also working on a product that could help diagnose opioid addiction at an early age. And so anyway, we posted the cover. It's just kind of uh, amazing that four other Kid of the Year finalists, there's this kid from San Jose, uh, Tyler Gordon, there was a 10-year-old, uh, there was a 16-year-old from Austin, and all of them have 
done something in their community or they've invented something. They've made toys with for kids with disability. And doesn't this make you hopeful? Oh, for, my gosh. Yes. Like what is coming down yes, the road? Yes, you know, we have. And so Trevor Noah is hosting a kid of the year event, which is going to be on Nickelodeon tonight at 730. That's great. Yeah. So that's kind of a. A cool story, and if you want to take a look at the cover and uh, uh, follow the Time magazine, Holly posted it, and it's just a short interview with her. And um, the other thing, Stephanie, yes. that I want to tell you that I am doing my level best to ignore, and I think Rocco is too, and that is the stupid story about the monoliths that has appeared <laughs> in the different places around the world. I'm I very did, interested I'm in that. Intrigued. You know what, you guys? It's probably a product placement for a CBD product. I'm not even <laughs> kidding you. Well, it's definitely something. And these rocks in Utah, having been in the van all over that dry state. Yeah. It is not easy to just have a three foot tall stainless right, steel see, pylon you notice, show up. You notice, though, that nobody really knows how much it weighs because it disappears before it might give the illusion of weight weighing more. I'm telling you, it's a CBD a stunt, <laughs> some kind of a thing. Because anyway, I, so I've ignored that, and I also have Rebel Wilson fatigue of the highest order. Oh, oh, I'm kind of interested in her. Every day? Well, no, but okay. I really, what I love about her Good. that resonates with me a lot okay. is... But every day since Well, September. this is coming from the woman <laughs> who's been not struggling with body image your whole life. Now, if I am going to take the seat of Julia here, her and I have bonded on this. Yeah. I love the fact that Rebel Wilson... She didn't talk about like, I'm doing this weight loss thing or I'm like doing whole 30. She just decided that she was going to do what made the healthiest sense for her body, for herself. And I applaud that. But the publicity machine behind it is exhausting. It's People have Rebel Wilson fatigue. No, they don't. Just you do. Because no. all of the rest of us see ourselves in her story. I think Colleen and Bradley do. Ju- yeah, judging they, they do. <laughs> it's because, it, you know what, I was fascinated for a while. I loved any story that involved her her hottie boyfriend, the Bush the Bush kid. The one who dated Adrian Maloof. He's like 28, 29. Oh, and I don't heir know th- to the Anheuser-Busch. Yes, and I okay. don't know that he's not interested in dating her also because that boosts his pro- profile more right. than dating someone 30 years older than him. That maybe didn't get him all the ways he wanted to be known for. So he and Rebel are totally cute, and I thought they're so darling, and I loved her movies, but every damn day her publicity team has a story out to go along with her insta thing and I'm okay here's the thing though with it so i, I have not even click on it so it doesn't bother me that much okay i have the apple news app yeah. and i scroll through it not once a day but probably every couple days yeah and there's people magazine stories on there oh yeah i and and also entertainment news mm-hmm now, it's been a while since I've been like regularly on the radio here and felt like I needed to catch up with all well, the pop we culture can stuff. We catch you up on that because we're here every okay. day. Okay, 
half the time I'm looking at these stories, I have no idea who these people are. Well, that the is... new Real Housewife of Orange County lady who's the lesbian. Like, Bronwyn. I don't know who that is. Well, I don't not... know who any of these people are anymore. Get... And I'm the normal person in How society. How do you get by day to day? Yeah, Stephanie. I don't even know what is going on in your life. So get with it. You got time to watch TV, get caught up with you know what's kind of interesting about watching Orange County? It's our first reality show that it started airing maybe a month ago. It's our first reality show that started filming the end of February, beginning of March. So you got all kinds of housewives, a couple of in particular saying all kinds of problematic things as we're just learning about COVID. Right. And like that it's no worse than the flu and all that kind of stuff. And so they're like going, and also it's the first time we've seen, even though one of the Orange County housewives said that this Bronwyn is faking her alcoholism, have never uh, seen like a really what is striking a chord with me with a very raw thing of this woman who realizes that she's basically been drunk at least every weekend of her life since she started drinking at 15 and she's like 45. I've never I'm seen I'm sorry, that. does that make her unique? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, but to, to out loud and say it and be crying and in therapy and I mean, other housewives are saying she's faking it, but it feels Well, why very would you raw. fake alcoholism? It, exactly, Stephanie. I, I mean, suppose a storyline, but... But faking lesbianism is much more fun. I haven't seen. Well, we, you know, Bronwyn, you, I can't catch you up on all of this. You're so far <laughs> behind. But Bronwyn, when we met her, my at least by alert went on a high level because she was a rare housewife also who bragged about threesomes and having threesomes with her and her husband and another woman. On any number of special occasions throughout the year. Huh. So, I mean, I had the buy radar alert because I'm like, okay, you know, how many women are, you know, like several times a year? Oh, it's a special <laughs> occasion, honey. Maybe Rocco. Invite Lori over. Yes, we invite that wife, but we don't see that on a housewife show. That's, Usually, no. No, I never have seen it. So, anyway, all right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, I, I never thought it. I'd hear that on the station. Right? I am here for these retro <laughs> Christmas songs. Yes, they're, they're wonderful. So, so good. Okay, I thought we should, even though it's a Friday, we need to have a serious conversation about the coronavirus. Oh, we do? COVID-19 is everywhere. It is a serious situation. A friend of mine who is a nurse up in Duluth just said, we're cracking. Yeah, it is. It felt like you kind of knew a friend of a friend had yeah, it. Now, now I know like a, a lot of people. people in my immediate circles. And the Department of Defense um, uh, yesterday released the first images of the COVID-19 vaccination record that every card that everyone will be issued. So because you have to get two shots and it made me think of remember your vaccination your school yeah. shot record yep. i remember my mom was like i've got your records girls if you ever need to find if you had a whooping cough event yeah. or whatever it was so anyway but then dr fauci was uh kind of making the rounds and um he was uh asked by um accepted joe biden's offer to be the chief medical yeah. advisor which he has been going back like six presidents so that's not really a surprise that he said yes but a surprise that his wife doesn't say to her 79-year-old husband, you've had death threats this year. People have been so put out at having to wear a mask. Thank goodness they weren't born during the Great Depression. 
But or, anyway, or yes. any other time. Being asked I, to serve in the military. military. But I mean, I'd be begging my husband, Dr. Fauci, who is cute as bug, to be retired with me. But he obviously loves his work. And people have callings. And people have callings. And so he, uh, I love when Savannah Guthrie does an interview. I just think she's one of the best interviewers. And she's talked with him many times. So they have kind of a good Report. So we'll just start with with whatever cut you choose, Rocco. Yeah, I think this is about uh, how are you going to convince people that this is uh, a safe thing to do? Do you have to convince people? I I think you do. A huge challenge is not just getting the vaccine out the door and into people's arms, but convincing them to get it. um, I've seen a survey that showed 36% of nurses saying they weren't going to get it. Uh, The question is... How do you know it's safe long term? I mean, you could trust the regulators. We could trust you. We could trust the drug companies. But no one got this shot until a few months ago. How do you know it's safe long term? Right. Well, well, that's an obvious good question, Savannah. And 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 what you do is you look at the history of vaccinology and you look at all the vaccines that we've done. And when you see these types of adverse events occur, And when you analyze that, you see that the overwhelming majority, more than 90 percent or more of them occur somewhere between 30 and 45 days. And that's the precise reason why you remember back a couple of weeks ago, the discussion that the FDA said they would not issue an EUA until they were 60 days beyond when half of the people received their last dose. So they've already baked in that 60-day period of observation before they do anything. So right away, they will have captured the overwhelming majority, historically, of when you see so-called long-term side effects of a vaccine. I'm sorry. I'm swooning. If he had said efficacy in that <laughs> statement, along with vaccinology, I mean, that is sexy, <laughs> smart medical talk. That is that sexy makes, Fauci talk. It makes me feel good. I mean, that's why measles has a 95% efficacy. You know, there's a, um, Colbert last night showed a still of Elvis Presley, like in 1957, or 56, whatever year was on the Ed Sullivan show, getting vaccinated with polio on air to show people. Yeah. That, and I'm like, get Betty White. Right. Uh, okay, let's vaccinate That's Betty funny. White. Let's, uh, you know. Yep. And then uh, play the next one, Racco. Yeah, I think this is about... Um what all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAP podcast I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Celebrities uh, would be necessary, just like you said, to make this mm-hmm. more convincing. 
some folks think that seeing high profile individuals such as yourself, uh, some surveys say you're at the top of the list, former presidents have offered to get the vaccine when it is their turn on camera. Do you think that's a good idea? Will you do that? And are there any other names you'd put on that list? Any other high profile celebrities you think, hey, this could make a difference if they get the shot and everybody sees it on camera? Mm -hmm. People will have confidence. No, that's a good thing. I you know we had our past presidents. Uh, we had uh, President Clinton, President Bush, President Obama, uh, President Biden, uh, President-elect Biden said he would do it. I think as many people who the public can relate to, and the public relates to different types of people. Some relate more to presidents. Some relate to sports figures. Some relate to entertainers. Anyone that can build the confidence in the public about getting vaccine would be a good thing because we really do have to get as many people as possible vaccinated because having a, an extraordinarily efficacious vaccine like we do have for sure 94 95 percent efficacious doesn't yes. mean anything if people don't get vaccinated and that's the reason why we're really pushing the envelope on that efficacious like which means you know so to everybody if we all are well we all get well and our lives just go i mean who doesn't want that but efficacious and efficacy i mean those are really sexy scientific is it because there's an pandemic words i it. think so rocco i think I guess, so i guess i would ask too i'd like to know if there's been any like adverse reactions to well, past immunization situations. No, that's why he's talking about the, the mm -hmm. 60 well, day. I think it might be this next audio. Let's see if we can get it in real Well, quick. this one's about the uh, why Britain first, right? Here's something right. like that. On the subject of the vaccine, you told an interviewer that the, the Brits rushed through their approval, that they basically took the company Pfizer's word for it, and that the regulators here in the U.S. won't do the same. That didn't go over too well with your friends across the pond. I know you you, you uh, took it back to a certain extent, but but were you speaking the yeah. truth? I mean, did they, did they rush no. the approval? You know, I, I don't know. I don't think so, Savannah. The reason I, I and I apologize publicly on BBC about that, and, and I felt badly that it came across that way. The reason it did, it was just one of those things where I sat down in front of the TV with a British uh, um, a TV station. Stop, and the first thing they said was, ah, it's we beat you guys. Okay. We beat the Americans hang on to a the punch. <laughs> and I kind of reacted back at him, what I think I probably should not have done. But when I got back on BBC, I explained that that was taken out of context. No, the Brits are good. They know what they're doing. I mean, they're, they're, they're really pros. So th that was just not really what I meant. He's just basically saying the gold standard is yes. FDA and testing the 60 days, not just taking what the drug company said. Bing, 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 bing. I already watched this show. Did you? Yes, we've watched it already once. Uh, Kurt can like... Watch that. He just, he can cry six times during this show. Oh my word. Yeah, he's a very sentimental yes, man. Yes, I do know and that And he likes to him. cry during songs and movies. Yes, well, you know... The acceptable place to cry, I guess. Absolutely. Well, here's another thing that the, I don't know what has gotten into the house, I guess, because they're going on break in a couple of weeks and people are like, we need to get stuff passed and get things moving forever and goes on holiday. Get the COVID Are things relief. happening? Well, the, rest, sure I I like it the if restaurant they're... act and save our stages and people. And I mean, I think they feel it sounds like they think they're going to have something. But in the meantime, they, you know, the house at least passed the big cat public safety act they also voted for the first time ever to federally dec decriminalize marijuana 
that happened today. Okay, wow. Yeah. That means if it's federally decriminalized, it won't be long before the states start well, offering going, it up because then they can tax it because well, like everybody 11, needs tax money now. Uh, and 11 new states made it um, you know, legal. And because they are looking at the other states that haven't, they've seen what it's done with tax revenue. Well, and, and like get on the bandwagon before yeah. there's no bandwagon to get on. Anyway, it's the first time that's ever happened. So hmm. puff, puff, pass, pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. not a big pot smoker, but... You know, at this point, if eleven states are doing it, and well, you no, can that's have state revenue, new ones compared yeah, to what's whatever has already happened. We still so. can't even like get a cocktail during a pandemic from a bar we and have, take out. We Come have on. weird Lutheran laws. It's so goofy and crazy. Puritanical is what yeah, it is. Wait, I Stephanie, mean, you've driven across you know the Southwest in a van, and you're not a big pot smoker. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went into like a pot store once and. I I won't say who it was with, but it was like an Apple store and it oh. was clean and it was modern. And there, some of them are amazing. Yeah. I was like, like the this Med is so Men weird. In, in California, there it's on the West coast. Like, I mean the Vegas ones, the ones that are right up. So, they're like as glitzy as a, a fancy store at Aria. I have pot gummies <laughs> that I bought when I went to Vegas, like three years ago. Yeah. That you, I've still never yeah, they're, taken. They're no good anymore. Oh, really? They, yeah. Cause I you just wasted. like, I can't, Keep looking at them and like, true? when would I ever well, do those? Be, I don't know. I don't know. There'll be what's their ex- efficacy, Lori? Yeah, the <laughs> efficacy of an expired edible. I don't know, but because it is something that is made with an oven or whatever by law, one of the legal things on these things is they have expiration dates. Okay, so Anything maybe now. Food, I have to take one just, or it's a gummy, so I guess it would, I don't take it, you eat it. Yeah, See, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm yeah, such yeah, a dud. Well, you can say, you, I, I took a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do it. Maybe well, this will be my New Year's Eve plan. Maybe this is And we're, right now, we're going to um, do some new music. So let's okay. just, you know, All right. take a gummy if you want. And I'm talking, I have new music news, Arab Lori. Loop. You do? The New Standards, today would be their annual holiday show, which begins my Christmas season. Yes, I saw the behind scenes that Chan posted It's on really Facebook. cute. It's on his um, Instagram, too, Chan Polling. They have released a New Standards holiday disc. I, we got to have them on, then. I ordered it. Yeah. It's already ordered. All right. Um, Those guys are so great. I'm going to put it on on Saturday when Ellie comes over, because I haven't seen her in months. And she got a negative COVID test. Okay, so I'm good, like, okay. Good, good. And we're going to decorate the tree and listen to the new standards. And oh, I'm going to be fun, so happy. Fun, fun. Yeah. Chan, the, they've done a couple of these videos that are real cute. I never saw it before. And I never would have gone to that show if you hadn't have turned me on to their. You and know, it's fun. It's really fun, but it sells out so fast. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Have you gone to a rock I've room? been to at least one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, my yeah. gosh. Those it's there are, are like state like that. We get to have them in our state doing such cool stuff is fun. Yeah. And the first time I saw them, I was like, this is too weird for me. But now I'm a so convert. Good. And then there was a great story. Um, Chris Riemenschneider did on Curtis A today in the Star Tribune. Mm-hmm. I mean, great picture of them. And just like thinking we really the. The people musically in this town. Oh, it's crazy. It's just unbelievable. So, okay, well, Sean Mendez, who I have to say, it looks like a snack and a half. I really love his long (laughs) pandemic hair. He's got a 
new album out. And I think it's his first album, maybe in like four years. He did perform this on um, whatever show we just had. Rocco, what the hell was it that we watched the other night? The Amazon one that Miley was on? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he was on. But he did with, uh, he performed this song, Wonder. So let's listen to it. Works for me. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? And he's only 22. Yeah, him and Justin Bieber have a single together. Together Monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they, they performed that the other night, too. But anyway, he's very excited about this album. It's the kind of gorgeous music he would like to listen to. Okay. Okay, so now the next... Uh, this song debuted last night during a uh, Rock the Runoff virtual contest that's happening in Georgia because of the runoff mm-hmm. race that's happening. So it was debuted in its Aunt Clemens. The song is called Better Days. I'm only playing it because it is such a great song, but it does, it is featured, you know, JT is on it. Isn't it good? Yeah, it's kind of reminds me a little bit of the male version of that Sarah Bareilles song. Yeah, where you find your inner. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the video is good, and I guess they wrote the song together, JT and Aunt Clemens, in lockdown, and just kind of were taking you know where everyone is just like, oh my god, because we're in our tenth month. Mm And so anyway, so that song is called Better Days. I like it. I do too. Rocco? Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it was made for a commercial. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, now this is an interesting uh, collaboration. So this is Carrie Underwood collaborating with David Bisbal, who is a Spanish heartthrob. And the song is called Tears of Gold. And it's a bilingual song. Here we go. Hmm. I like it too. I, like I always it. like the Spanish music though. Oh, so do I. That is so good. Rocco. Yeah, yeah. you know. Alright, <laughs> jeez. I really like Rocco's such a dud. Yeah. I, I it's this music is not curated for your right. playlist. The Hold I'm, Steady has a new album coming out. I'm for that. Well you can find oh, that. Oh, some of and those are it. great, but some of those Craig Finners can get real screamy too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it just depends. I mean yep. we're not we will play That's anything, right. but I just I like that for Carrie Underwood kind of reaching out and i thought their voices were beautiful together and do i you love ever, those spanish words okay i'm gonna go all first of all pentatonics is oh. like my complete jam oh. i know i spent an entire day once watching pentatonics oh. videos and crying in front of the fire oh my, uh, but that, that was a while ago like a you guys sound like a fun couple <laughs> to hang out with yeah, yeah really. we're really great one's crying at white christmas one's <laughs> I, crying at pentatonics i am still <laughs> indignant that i had to listen to pentatonics and 12 songs before Kelly Clarkson came out. I was so mad. In their special? No, in concert, in person, (laughs) that I had to suffer through along with everybody else. Everybody knows the opening act for a big act. The most you play is six songs. Right. You don't make us listen to Tra La La (laughs) 12. I think I had like two drinks before Kelly even came out. Stephanie was in the front row crying. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. I went with Julia and she was as annoyed as I was. And she has a little bit more acapella appetite. I would say mine is very little, like a half of half of a teaspoon. Have you watched Andre Botticelli sing with his son? No, but I love him. Speaking of, oh, and those two, because the son is young and hot. Yeah. 
Oh, oh and they sing like this Christmas aria. Oh, and, and then the, oh, the I'm just oh like, gosh. again, I could cry just even thinking about that. Christmas music can make me really, well, it gets it to me. It does for everybody. Oh, Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Well, we I cry a, at that we, song. We have a new Mariah song. You know, her, her, her Christmas special is on Apple tonight. I'm excited about this. She gets Jennifer Hudson and Ariana Grande to join her on stage. This is the song. Is this a new song? I, it's adorable. I think it is. I, I think Mariah. Or maybe it's a remix of an I believe old it song. is a remix. It's a remix read, of yeah. an old song. Because I was going to say, it sounds yeah. familiar, but it's great. Yeah. Anyway, Mariah is obviously center stage in the red dress, and Ariana and Jennifer Hudson are in different green dresses. I love Jennifer Hudson's new hair. Oh, back the to short, short little pixie. So cute. So cute. All right, listen, we got to go. When we come back, we're going to come back with Miley Cyrus. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. So what are you going to watch this weekend? You're listening to the right place because I've got some suggestions for you, okay? Number one on your list, if you have Apple Plus, Mariah's, Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Specials tonight. And it is she's been working, she started on this last February. We talked about this last February that she was doing because we were like, oh, my gosh, she's already working, you know, on something for December. Julia and I were like astonished that you'd work on a TV special this far out. Right. And, uh, you know, luckily for Mariah, she did start doing it then. But apparently, uh, I guess this thing is just a confection. It's just absolutely beautiful. And you will see the ladies the Holy Trinity, Mariah, Jennifer Hudson, and Ariana Grande doing Oh Santa. So that's tonight, okay? Or it's probably right now, I guess. And then Kristen Stewart's um, lesbian holiday rom-com, Happiest Season, uh, broke all the records for uh, Hulu with its debut, um, la- I think it was last weekend. It was uh, their, of course, Hulu, I mean, I think the only thing they really have is like, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Tale and but they do have other shows. They had uh Mrs. America, which was amazing. Was it good? Show. Yeah, they have all the FX shows. Oh, The Shield was great. And Animal Kingdom and you know okay. um Justified is FX, Sons okay, of Anarchy. Yeah. There's a lot of good reasons to have Hulu, but anyway, and lesbian or uh Kristen Stewart was very excited about being a lesbian woman. Getting to be in a rom-com about this lesbian couple who goes home at the holidays. And she was just, like, super excited. Cute. Yeah. So, Mackenzie Davis, if you watched Halt and Catch Fire, she's in it. Mary Steenburgen. I know who Mary Steenburgen is. Yeah. So, anyway, that's something to watch. Uh, Netflix, um, Selena the Series is on, and GMA profiled that this morning. And that looks pretty good if you're... A Selena fan. It's uh, her family is behind this one, and it's been 25 years. I know it was so tragic since she was murdered by a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, people are like excited that that's dropping, and then Euphoria has like two special episodes that are coming back. I just weekend. do not get that show. Oh, that show is so good. I know. I need to try again. I'm just, I felt like, oh, I don't know. Well, you know what? It is a heavy show. Yeah. It's a heavy show. And just depending on where you are in your life is whether or not you could like that. Like My niece, who is 26, just loves it. Yeah. Probably it's really striking. Uh, like, oh, yeah, I remember all this. Yep. 
And um, but anyway, Zendaya, of course, won the Emmy and she's just amazing in it. And anyway, I don't really know why they did these two bonus episodes, but I guess it's wrapped around Christmas like they shot it. To be for this Christmas. Okay. Well, so I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I'm, and then Manx, which is this movie about the guy, the screenwriter who wrote Citizen Kane. Yeah, that's gotten weird reviews. Kind of uneven. But uh, that's on Netflix uh, starting today. I don't know. And I was going to say, if because that's about Citizen Kane. Um, right. Citizen Kane, I just noticed, is on Turner Classic Movies, movies. on demand. So. I was wondering why they were replaying it, but I guess they have it in their library and they play it, and yeah. I never want to watch it. I've only right. watched bits and pieces of it. But as I've said on this show before, Turner Classic Movies, their online app slash website yeah. is so great. So good. Um, there's no commercials. It's high quality prints. P.S. Yeah. HBO yes. Max carries all the Turner Classic Movies oh, movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, HBO Max is about to kick some major butt because they're going to have every Warner movie Brother. that yeah. comes out in 2021. So, Oh, I'm so happy. Get I'm an HBO board. Max subscriber. Yeah. Yeah, or you can just be like me and be an old school HBO person and you get it. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. But I mean, we were saying yesterday when we can, we all have our COVID cards and we've all been vaccinated, everything opens. I want to go in a movie theater. I am sick of watching crap at home. Oh, yeah. I watch good crap. And I want to eat in a restaurant. Yeah. And I want to go to Croatia. Yeah. And I want to sit outside on a beautiful island and drink that Croatian wine and stare at the Croatian men's team swimming Uh, in the public pool. I'm aiming even lower. I want to go to the Minneapolis Eagles and do two-step with my husband. No, I'm dancing. No, I hear you. Okay, so Miley Cyrus, she is like killing it with this album. But even though she's mad at a record label that... They didn't tell her that if you have an album dropped on Black Friday, the album doesn't actually get there for like two weeks. And so she's pissed at them, but she's getting some of the best reviews of her life. Rock and Roll Miley. Rocco and I and Julia have fallen in love with Rock and Roll Miley. I feel very Miley positive, and I was too hard on her long ago. All summer long, she was doing these backyard concerts and covering, you know, Heart of Glass and Joan Jett and... Oh yeah, here we go. Here's her last Christmas. She sounds so great. There's something about her voice that does remind you a little bit of Dolly Parton. Well, there, you know, she's godmother, but she can sing, and then she sang for Howard Stern doll parts, the whole mm-hmm. song. And she'd never performed it before. It was just mind-blowing how good it was. Her voice goes with a lot of that 70s, 80s rock and roll. The Stevie Nicks sort of, yep. She did that mashup. Heart. Let's listen to a little bit. This is sort of just a GMA kind of compressed her, like, I think, stuff from a Rolling Stone interview because she's on the uh, front of uh, Rolling Stone and the Howard Stern. Miley says the devastating wildfire that destroyed their Malibu home accelerated their plans for a wedding. We were together since I was 16. Our house burned down. We had been like engaged. I never, I don't know if we really ever thought we were actually going to get married. But when we lost our house in Malibu, I just clung to what I had left of that house, which was me and him. And I really do and did love him very, very, very much and still do always well. 
The couple marrying in secret in December 2018. Hemsworth then revealing the private details on GMA. It was very intimate. It was uh, pretty much just immediate family, a couple other close friends. Um, it was a really special day. They were together for 10 years, but their wow. marriage ending after just eight months. Her focus now, making new music. Confirming the lyrics from the first track on her new Plastic Hearts album are about her ex. Am I wrong that I moved on and I, and I don't even miss you? Sometimes you miss, you know, people more than others. And sometimes, you know, if things get easier. Time kind of heals all. Miley, she's been so wise. Well, <laughs> listen, sometimes people do get married to break up. And in a long time thing, like she'd been with him since she was 16. That's kind of a very interesting way yeah. to think about that. Yeah, Lori. it's like, it's like you have to. It's the final, like, you need to do that to be able to shed it. Right, right. And his family never really liked her. They never thought they were right together. And so it all works out. I mean, yeah. Miley got a starter. I mean, she had her starter marriage. And I don't know, she put out a great album. And I would really just sounds... like her publicationships to stop, though. She's not having any publications. She was for a while that with every. Cody yes, that was he was it. a trollop. That was it, though. So only one. So okay, that doesn't fine. count. As no, a whole she had bunch. the girl. She had the girl publicationship. Yeah, well, that was um, six weeks on a boat. That was a distraction <laughs> for breaking Liam's heart.